villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. On WJBE. Greetings, my friends. It's time to begin the show designed with you in mind. You're tuned in to Talking with T. We chatter about what matters while bringing you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, music, and more. It's August 3rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, Martha Stewart, pop singer Tony Bennett, who turns 94 today, model Jordan Dunn, actors Isaiah Washington, and Michael Ely. I also want to give a big shout out and happy birthday to my first cousin like a sister, Lakeisha McDuffie-Smith. The month of August is Black Business Month, Family Fun Month, National Golf Month, and more. Today on the national calendar is National Watermelon Day. On this date in history, inventor L.P. Ray patented the dustpan in 1897. The theme this month is good trouble. John Lewis said, we must find a way to get in trouble. Good trouble. Necessary trouble. Trouble as a noun means unrest or disorder. As a verb. It is to cause distress. I take this to mean that there are times we must be out of order and cause a fuss to highlight wrongs, to bring attention to issues. There are times when we have to stand when asked to sit, when we have to disagree when asked to accept an untruth. There are times when we have to raise ourselves against the wind and resist injustice, inequities, inequality, racism, police brutality, discrimination, exclusion, and oppression. There are times when the cause is greater than the consequence. This month, we'll focus on causes that require us to get into good trouble. Today, as we prepare for school to start, let's talk about equity in education. We need to be insistent on making sure that all students have the right to learn from quality educators in quality schools. All students deserve to learn in an environment that empowers them to be creative and curious. Students should see themselves and their experiences in their curriculum. All students should have equitable access to technology, books, exposures, and experiences. All children should be valued and taught with the belief that they can achieve. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. We are currently accepting sponsors and releasing advertising spots. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand service or product. I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists and look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to our community. We want to hear from you. Let your voice be heard on Talking With T. Do you have a point of view story to tell or some tea to spill? Give us a call on the talk line. That's 865 409-1170. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track. It's Trending News and a special interview with Executive Director of the Beck Cultural Exchange Center, Reverend Renee Kessler. 
struggle's real, but still grateful for the life I've been living, yeah Count your blessings, cause tomorrow's never promised to you Especially when these youngins would rather rob or shoot you No excuses for the world that we've been living in Right, has become wrong and they promoting sin And I'm just trying to make a dollar out of 15 And live free and see my dreams manifest into reality Watching my seeds grow old, giving me grandkids Praying they will be a lot smarter than me Mistakes you gotta make, going through Bill's faith And shapes your understanding and it broadens your bandwidth And deepens divine connections, so you can hear clear but still clear Of them snakes in the grass, they stay hidden your path They only there to distract from your purpose But just stay focused and notice, you can still live free Welcome back to Talking with Tea, Spilling the Tea. Are you ready for this? Well, I have with me today Professor Jay and P.I. Pam as we take a peek at this week's trending news. We learned of the passing of former presidential candidate Herman Cain, who lost his battle with the coronavirus. And I also read a story about a young man in Georgia, a teenager. He lost both of his parents this past week within days apart from COVID-19, and so it is still hitting much of the country hard. Yes, indeed. This COVID-19 is not playing with the people. Unfortunately, with Herman Cain, you know, he was in the midst of all those Trump supporters without masks, and Mm. he lost his life, and certainly our prayers are with his family. Our prayers are with the family of the young man who lost both of his parents. This virus is no respecter of person, whether you are high in political office or you're just an ordinary person. And Mm -hmm. this just goes to show that everyone needs to take the necessary precautions to avoid exposure to this virus as much as possible. Yep, and exactly what, what Jay said. All right. Well, I don't know if you heard that the Black Lives Matter street painting in East Knoxville was vandalized uh, this past week. Did you see that? Yes. I did. And, you know, I did share, you know, that's been happening to many of the paintings and murals across the country. We were hoping that it wouldn't happen in East Knoxville, but it did, and I believe that it's still under investigation as far as who caused the damage. Just hoping that they are able to repaint or repair it or whatever needs to be done before school starts. Right, because one of the things around the painting, uh, from what I understand, at least from my end of the state, is that they wanted the children who walked out of the school every day to be reminded that black lives do matter. And with the word black being the predominantly vandalized word here, it would want to lend the indication that not just black lives matter, but all lives matter, which, as we said before in previous shows, that while that is true, right in through here, black lives matter the most. Well, we just have to put emphasis on it because we're the ones that are being oppressed and under attack. And and like you said, we talked about it before, saying 
all lives matter. It's like going to somebody else's birthday party and saying, I was born also. Right. Yeah, that's true. They don't seem to understand that, though. When we say black lives matter, we don't mean that other lives don't matter. It's just that ours do at this moment, and they should always. True, true. Also, as we prepare to go back to school, I saw that more than 100 Knox County teachers are reportedly not returning to the classroom. So I don't know how this is going to work out. (sighs) Well... I will say that it's not just in Knox County. There's hesitation down here in Shelby County. There's hesitation all over the country where Mm -hmm. teachers are faced with the decision of going to the classroom and risk their lives or have the ability to stay at home, whatever that means, and take care of their own health and safety and that of their families. I know that down here in Memphis, we have opted for all students to go virtually as of August 31st. However, teachers have the option to go into the building to deliver instruction or they can deliver instruction from home. We're yet waiting on the full guidelines for what at-home instruction looks like. So, um Let's just say that we're twiddling our thumbs. We've got our popcorn ready, and we're looking to see how this thing is going to play out. But I know from talking to several of my colleagues, many of us are hesitant to even go in the building around our colleagues because, you know, while we appreciate the work that we do collegially every day, there's still some degree of uncertainty especially with cases of people being asymptomatic and testing positive for coronavirus. Of course. Well, um, people are finding creative ways to celebrate accomplishments. And the Sparrow family out of Florida, they were celebrating the high school graduation of their twin daughters. And like many others in their neighborhood, they put up posters of their daughters and decorations in the yard. Then they received the following letter, quote, Don't you think enough is enough? It's time to take down those hideous posters of that ugly, fat black girl off your house. So the hateful letter continued to read, what a disgrace to the neighborhood. In fact, your entire brood is a disgrace to the neighborhood. Consider moving to a, quote, hood of your kind. Your neighbors are watching you. The father said they have lived in the Timber Creek Plantation neighborhood for five years and have never experienced anything like that. Now, I got stuck on the name of the neighborhood thinking it might not be a good place for people of color to call home. Timber Creek Plantation. Plantation is a little unnerving, and the whole letter gets alongside the week because if I say anything else, we'll be off there. So Okay. Right, long, long sigh. I would put a picture up every week, change it every week, just because I can. Yeah, and they said it was similar to the decorations and posters that other neighbors had in their yards as well. But I'm thinking the nerve, the nerve. Right. And especially because the target were actually young ladies, you know, teenagers. Right. So 
I am just so over this hate thing. I'm so over racism and bigotry and prejudices. And, Jay, I'm with you. I can give alongside because I'm exhausted. I'm tired of being tired. That part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my friends, uh, as you know, later in the show, we have Reverend Renee Kessler, Executive Director of the Bet Cultural Exchange Center. So that'll have to be it for this bit. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. All right, listeners, I am extremely excited today to have a special guest, Reverend Renee Kessler, Executive Director of the Bet Cultural Exchange Center. Thank you so much for talking with T. Talking with T, I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, you know, we have some history. And <laughs> a part of my excitement is that we are upon the sixth annual celebration of the 8th of mm-hmm. August Jubilee. And your yes, vision man. for that, oh, my goodness, your vision for that has blessed the community, the city, and all of us mm-hmm. so much. I don't know that enough of the listeners, and if they, I'm, I'm just going to assume that everybody needs to hear about the bet. I know what it means to me, and I would like for you to share a little bit about what goes on there. You know, I know it to be a place where black history and culture is preserved, but it's so much more than that. So if you could share first that, and then we're going to jump into the 8th of August. Sure. Beck uh, is the place where African-American history and culture is preserved, just like you said. Um, but we're also the place where we not only preserve the history, um, but we, I'd like to say that we take history and we wrestle with it uh, until truth is mm-hmm. told all over. And one of the things that I love about Beck is that we're not only a research facility, not only do we have all of these archives, amazing um uh, amazing uh, pieces of history that connect the whole puzzle um, because so many people know bits and pieces about black history in general. And a lot of times we lose the local and regional story of African-American history. So what Beck likes to do is tell the story of this era, um, tell the story of the great extraordinary people from this region. Because absent of Beck, there's no single African-American history or culture center in this region doing what we do. And I don't think the whole story is told until you tell every part of the story. And unfortunately, sometimes I think um, we focus on some of the national heroes, some of the national events and periods in history, and we condense black history into just a few people or a few periods of time. And indeed, there are some great people in those periods and some great um, historical reflections, you know, particularly in those times. But our history is even bigger than that. And I think we dishonor many of our local and regional heroes and sheroes when we don't know the full story. So Beck is, is dedicated to telling the whole story of, um, of our rich history and also in this area where people can connect. And our hope and our vision is that people from all over the world will come to this community, will come to Knoxville, because Knoxville has a rich history of African-American history and culture, and that people will intentionally want to come here to hear about and see and read about the extraordinary things that we do here at Beck. And for those of us who are from Knoxville or who live here, this is home, Beck is also 
our home. It's our place where we come to connect. It's our place where we come to meet. It is the gathering place for all of us to really uh, not only know, hear, and learn about the history and culture, but to have the black experience. And we love that. I know that for me, I didn't learn the history, particularly the black history of this region, of this area in school. I learned it from the back. I've learned it from you. And to know that history is powerful. It's inspiring. And so I love that you do tours constantly for groups for all over, all age groups. And I encourage people to come and take advantage of that because that learning, the learning that you have at Beck is enormous, you know, and it, it, it would have influence. But that brings me to the 8th of August because I never want to take for granted that people know the history about that and why we celebrate it here in Knoxville. Absolutely. So many people, particularly this uh, year in the midst of this uh, COVID pandemic and certainly this racial um, pandemic that we find ourselves in the middle of, have heard a lot about Juneteenth. And not that people didn't know about it, but I think um, this year, more than ever, across the country, Juneteenth became really something we needed to hold on to in the middle of all that our community um, was in the middle of and continues to go through. And so much like Juneteenth, which is June 19, 1865, in Texas, um, when that state commemorates um, or recognizes that as Emancipation Day or the day that those um, persons who were enslaved uh, were, were finally set free. They finally got the word that President Abraham Lincoln had signed the Emancipation Proclamation and that they were to be set free. Unfortunately, they found out two and a half years later uh, than they should have found out. So we know what a travesty that is. In the state of Tennessee, we too did not find out about the January 1st, 1863 Proclamation, uh, Emancipation Proclamation that uh, the President had signed. In fact, it will be on August 8, 1863, that many of our ancestors in the state of Tennessee will finally hear that they have been emancipated. Um, that will take place in Greenville, Tennessee. At that time, um, the governor of the state of Tennessee, military governor, is Andrew Johnson, and on that day, he will emancipate uh, his enslaved persons that he has uh, in Greenville, Tennessee. And so that's the date we commemorate. So those are some of the original um, ancestors that we have in the state of Tennessee that were emancipated. Many of those uh, those enslaved uh, ancestors will migrate to Knoxville, and they're buried in the Knoxville College Cemetery or the Freedmen's Historic uh, Cemetery, which is adjacent to Knoxville College. So they're actually buried there. Um, so we're able to do great uh, events in commemoration of them. And what's amazing about the date is so – in the state of Tennessee, we commemorate August the 8th, 1863, as Emancipation Day. And I encourage people to also go and visit the website of Beck uh, and just really peruse the whole Beck website. You can learn so much uh, about Beck and all the things that we do. But when you get there, if you click on the 8th of August, you'll find something else interesting about that date, and it relates to how we park. And I won't go much further, but here's what I would dare ask of those of you who are listening audience who may remember the 8th of August in Knoxville back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, um, and or who have parents or grandparents who may remember that time. 
So ask them about if they remember the 8th of August. That's important to have those kind of dialogues and discussions. And I challenge you to go to the website and read about um, why many of our parents and grandparents remember that date um, long after Emancipation Date in Knoxville. They continue to use that date um, as, a, as a date for black people in Knoxville specifically. Uh, but in general, the state of Tennessee recognizes the 8th of August as the Day of Freedom or the Day of Emancipation. So Beck has been commemorating that. Um, Beck has done it over the years, um, all throughout the years we've commemorated the 8th of August. Uh, we began annual contribu- uh, celebrations six years ago. This is our sixth year, excuse me. And uh, now it's an annual part of everything we do. But we've always recognized it. In fact, um, see, I'll tell you, it was really Mr. Avon Rollins who first exposed me to the 8th of August. And I'll never forget, um, he is one of my predecessors along with Mr. Robert Booker, both of whom I love dearly and I stand on their shoulders. But uh, prior to him transitioning, Mr. Um, Rollins asked me, when I came to the back, he said, you know about the 8th of August, right? And I said, he said, that's the important date. And I'll never forget the conversation that we had, and it was like a light bulb went on. I thought, I've never heard this. I've never known this. And from that point on, I decided I wanted to know more. I wanted to learn more. And not only did I decide that, I decided that um, we must never let the date go by without recognizing it, and everyone needs to know it. So talking with T, you can understand why I get excited when I talk to you about it, and then you talk to the next person, and then the next person talks to the next person, and then we all know the story of the 8th of August, and it becomes a great celebration because – one of those original emancipated um, ancestors of ours was Sam Johnson. And when he was emancipated, along with his family, they began to do these um, Emancipation Day, they call them Freedom Day celebrations or the Jubilee. And so they did August 8th Jubilee. That we, got, we have records that go back to 1872 where he first began the celebration. So really, when we want to talk about the history, and if you hear anything about this 8th of August, tell people that I heard that it was a man named Sam Johnson who began the celebration, and Beck is just continuing the tradition. Wow. So that brings us to present moment. Six years. Yes. Yes. Celebrating, remembering, and bringing to light the history that is important to us particularly here in this area, the 8th of August Jubilee, you've had fun and festivities and films and red carpet galas and all of that. And then we hit 2020. And uh, everything has changed. But due to your commitment and your dedication, as you mentioned, to make sure that we hold this date dear, I would like for you to share with the listeners how they can become engaged for this year's celebration and the events and activities that you have going on. Thank you. Well, every year we do three staple events that we're very proud of, uh, and many people are familiar with those. Um, the first event that we do, and we're very, very proud of this event, and we absolutely could not not do this event. It's probably the most important event we do, and it's called the Libation Ceremony. And the libation ceremony is really a tribute um, to those original uh, freed ancestors, those original um, uh, ancestors who were emancipated on August 8, 1863, and as I mentioned earlier, are are, um, interred at the Knoxville College Cemetery, which is the Freedmen's Historic Cemetery. We go there and we do a very special service, and we pour out libations 
uh, in commemoration or in remembrance of uh, of their legacy, of their history, and certainly of their courage and the struggle. And so uh, Alan Jones has been facilitating this libation ceremony. This will be his sixth year doing it. He's done it since we began. Uh, Ms. Ronnie Chandler has been a very staple in that program uh, as well, and she presides over that. Uh, we have, um, you know, music, and we have symbolic music, symbolic dance. It's a very spiritual, and this year, it's always on the 8th of August. Um, it's the morning of, because before we can celebrate, we always have to commemorate. So each year we do it. We intend to do that exact service. Of course, we will be um, we will be spread out within, with, with socially responsible distancing, and we will also uh, be uh, wearing our masks. Um, but we will do that same ceremony that we do every year. Unfortunately, the public is not allowed to be there. We will be doing it live. So while you're not invited to come on the premises with us, we will perform the ceremony live, and you can watch it on Facebook. Um, you can go to Pug Video um, and watch it online on Facebook. So if you look up um, Pug Video uh, Videography, I believe is what it's under, you'll be able to watch that live on August the 8th, Saturday, August 8th at 8.30 in the morning, and it'll be a beautiful service, and you'll see exactly what we do every year as we pay tribute and we honor those who have gone before us. That's the first uh, event that we always do each year, and certainly we always do it on, excuse me, we always do it on the 8th of August, that first morning, that early morning event. Um, this year, we're doing something very special on Friday evening when we usually do our Jubilee, uh, our festival outside with the food and the vendors and all of that wonderful stuff. This year, we're going to be doing our town hall meeting. And if you've been keeping up with Beck, you know that we've done two previous town hall meetings on racial justice. Um, we did one on Juneteenth with the black leaders uh, in our community, 12 leading black leaders in our community came together for a discussion on racial justice. Um, and then uh, on July 17th, we did our second town hall meeting, and that one was representative of 12 uh, white members of our leadership community, and they talked about racial justice. So really, the kickoff, the 8th of August Jubilee, we have our young people on August the 7th, Friday night, August the 7th from 4 to 6. You can connect on the Beck website, link into the Zoom meeting uh, from 4 to 6. From 4 to 5, we're going to have our young people, ages 14 to 19, and we're going to have their voice at the table telling us what racial justice looks like um, in their lens. As well, uh, immediately following our youth panel, we will have our young adult panel at ages 20 to 40, uh, and we will have our young adults telling us about what racial justice looks like. So it's important to not only support our young people, but to hear what they have to say, um, because they have a message and they have um, they they have a seat at the table, and we need to hear we need to hear from them. So I'm looking forward to what our young people will be sharing with us on that topic. So that's Friday night, August the 7th. That's going to be live again. You, you're welcome to zoom in with us. Just click on the link at the BeckCenter.net website, and you can get into that meeting. Um, and again, that Saturday morning, August the 8th, is the, is the libation. It will be live on Facebook. And then this year, talking with T, I am excited to talk about how I've sort of merged the red carpet and the festival together to make a huge jubilee. Um, so it's a combination of the jubilee outside festival along with, with the music and entertainment, along with our red carpet premiere event and our VIP reception. 
So what's going to happen is on Saturday night, you have to do your watch night party. So if you have your family <laughs> and your close friends and you guys can get together in the house and watch the show uh, together live on August the 8th at 8 o'clock, Saturday night, August the 8th at 8 o'clock, um, you're going to see um, the Bat Culture Center presents its sixth annual 8th of August Jubilee. And so we have um, we have that coming to you on CTV, so on cable. You can get it on CTV. Um, it, you can also stream it live online. Um, you can link to CTV from the Beck Center website at beckcenter.net. We'll have a link there to get to CTV, and you can watch it live streaming on their site as well. So it will be watched all over the world. Um, or you can watch it on your cable television um, under community television at 8 o'clock on August the 8th. And that's going to be fantastic, as you know, T, because it wouldn't be <laughs> that way if you were not involved. So you will have myself, yours truly, uh, and along with Mr. Robert Booker, we will be hosting the red carpet, and we'll have awards. We're going to have entertainment. We're going to have music. We have dance. We have everything wrapped up into one. And what I really, really love about the show is that we also have our big red carpet treatment with the VIP reception. And as I mentioned, uh, talking with T is on the red carpet, as she usually is for our red carpet event. It is beautiful. She's interviewing some of the folks who always come to the red carpet. So it's going to be fun. So you'll get a chance to really enjoy the 8th of August Jubilee right in your own home. And we want you to tune in. We want you to support that. We want you to support the work that we're doing. But as important, if not more so, we want you to be part of our history. Because this year, our theme is Black History, Black Lives Matter. Black history, black lives matter. We believe that that dash in between black history and black lives is so important. We need to know our history and understand our history because when we do, I think we'll really come to a full understanding of why black lives matter is so important. So I'm excited about that. If you miss it on Sunday, I have good news. There will be an on, excuse me, on Saturday, August the 8th. I have good news for you. There will be an encore production on Sunday at 8. So we're excited. It's going to be a whole weekend of 8th of August Jubilee. Well, I can attest to how grand it is. You are so creative. And, again, you are a visionary. And to be able to pull, now I'm not going to steal the beans. I'm going to have to have the <laughs> listeners tune in starting Friday for the town hall of our youth, most certainly important. Yeah. And then Saturday, Facebook Live to witness the libation ceremony, followed up by mm -hmm. the featured 8th of August Jubilee and Red Carpet Reception um, that yeah. you can watch on CTV. But in case you forget, because I know some of us are getting a little up in uh, age, we're seasoned. <laughs> and and once we sleep, we get bits and pieces kind of tangled. But I'm going to have all of that information posted on TalkingWithT.com. You can also visit BeckCenter.net. And make sure that you tune in, that you stay engaged. And Reverend Renee, thank you so much. I know how busy you are. So it means a whole lot to me that you took time to share with us today. Well, let me just say, talking with T, our, our, our community uh, is a better place because you're in it and you are part of oh, our history, man. too. So we have you recorded in the books as well. And we absolutely, at Beck could not do this work without you. And I'm going to tell you right now, without a shadow of a doubt, we could not do the 8th of August without talking with you. So thank you so much for what you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But be reminded, you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865 865- 
409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Stay on top of things by subscribing to Talking With Tea Daily, our online scoop of trending news, and find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. Once you carry your own water, you will learn the value of every drop. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.